you should have received the email um, that had some of the uh, prophetic word and declaration that came out. But I think it's good that we say this together, uh, corporately, together. Amen? So I'm just going to say this word, and then we'll say the declaration. Uh, but the prophetic word that the Lord shared with us, he says, based upon uh, the message, because I was like, hey, God, what is it that you're saying? And then he says, for I am indeed making you greater, more numerous, larger, and more intense. I am increasing, abounding, and multiplying you. Isn't that a wonderful word? And then here I hear on Saturday, God is up to something (laughs) bigger than us. So I I think the Lord is really confirming his word and really driving this thing home for the fact. Again, I got to say it one more time for I am indeed making you greater, more numerous. Oh, so let's just say this. God is indeed indeed making me greater, greater, more more numerous. Larger and more intense. He is increasing me, abounding me, and multiplying me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So me also includes the us as well, right? Me includes us. That is an us thing. That is an us thing. And so now with that, there was a declaration uh, that I want to release for us corporately. And I know we were saying it on Wednesday, uh, but I'm just going to just start saying this more and more because I believe that God is up to something bigger than us. (laughs) And so one of the words that, uh, you know, we my wife and I, we started praying out in August and then, you know, we shared with our. Our, lead, our core leadership team in September, so now we're just making this a public thing as well, but that we are a multi-ethnic, multi-generational, multi-site, miraculous ministry that is multiplying and manifesting the manifold wisdom of God. That's multi-ministry. That's multi, and God is multi, he's multi, multi, multi-faceted, multi-dimensional, multi-breasted. He's multi, multi. Yeah, so now can we say this together? You can repeat it after me, and as home as well. We are a multi-ethnic, we are multi-generational, multi-site, miraculous ministry <laughs> that is multiplying and manifesting the manifold, the manifold wisdom of God. Wisdom of God. Yeah, God is up to something yeah. bigger than us. <laughs> so out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, and I believe we have that, <laughs> out of the mouth of two or three witnesses in his own mouth, in his own heart, let every word be established. Yeah, so God is indeed up to something bigger than us. And so, uh, man, i Today, again, is just an intro to the, <laughs> to the next that, that, that we're going into that he's leading us into. Um, but yesterday, you know, I had an opportunity uh, to be able to do some prayer walking. You know, driving, you know, the Lord led me to just drive some different grounds in different areas. And it's like, yeah, you know, let's just begin to pray. Let's just begin to pray in the spirit. Uh, so one area uh, that I realized, you know, I've gone by there to eat several times. But I never actually got out because you can actually get out and walk. I never actually got out to walk and pray. So it was a nice little brisk day yesterday. (laughs) But thankfully it was sunny, but it was brisk. And you know how sometimes when you're in your car, you know, it was nice and warm. I was like, oh, man, it's hot, man. I'm going to just get out here in my sweatshirt. 
that was a good idea for about a quarter of a mile. <laughs> but then as I kept on walking, I was like, brother, look at your skin complexion. It's like, this is not you. <laughs> but, but no, it was still good, you know, being able to pray. And just and just and just walk. And so uh, while I was walking, I was just kind of, you know, praying. And then you just having different people just say, hey, how you doing? I'm like, man, it's like, man, hey, <laughs> you know, just having different people talk and speak. I was like, oh, OK, this is this is cool. So I'm walking this way. And then I, I don't I, it was at least every bit of probably like two miles or so. I didn't put on my my uh, tracker, but I began to just, you know, just walking and praying in the Holy Ghost and seeing and observing and just praying. And then I go to one place and then by the time, because uh, the Lord, he was like, hey, I want you to. So I went to another place and, and walked and prayed. And then before I get ready to go to my car to drive and pray through another place, um, I hear this. It's still about souls. I'm walking to my car, praying in the Holy Ghost, observing, and the Lord says, it's still about souls. I was like, Lord, I know that is you. God, I know that is you. And it so hit my heart. So, so now it's kind of like, you know, reframe. And he was like, hey, you know, you're doing good, but I want you to remember. And not just that I've forgotten, but it's almost like, and this word is to reinvigorate. To reinvigorate God's heart. To reinvigorate God's purpose. Because really what he spoke to me last year, it was about September last year, that's been kind of echoing in my heart. And then he was like, hey, I want you to just say it. We're not going to deal with it a whole lot today, but, you know, we're going to walk through it. But um, it was this phrase, occupy until I come. Occupy until I come. And it's in Luke chapter 19. Uh, You can actually turn there. Uh, We're actually not going to get to that phrase just yet. But one of the things he was like, because, you know, I, I like talking about context. <laughs> you know, sometimes, you know, we'll look at a scripture. But, you know, I, for me, you know, if I read one verse, I got to read the beginning of the chapter. And then if I read one chapter, then I got to read the chapter that came before and the chapter that's after it. <laughs> Just to see about one verse. <laughs> and so, uh, so at the beginning, yeah, okay. Before we get there, so the Lord says, it's still about souls. So now I get into my car and I'm on my way putting in my GPS to go to uh, a, another destination. So now as I'm driving there, I happen to drive through a neighborhood that was a surprise because I wasn't expecting to drive through this kind of neighborhood. And this is one of them neighborhoods where you can feel the difference. It's like, ooh, this is rough. <laughs> this is rough. And I kind of came to a stop sign and, and I currently have a car right now um, uh, uh, that that other people drive in it, but they don't do good stuff in it. <laughs> I have a big Buick. <laughs> and for those that know the streets, you know, big body cars are, you know, like a thing. And so I'm driving through there and I came to a stop sign, or maybe it was even, yeah, it was, it was a light or a stop, yeah, it was a stop sign because I couldn't go. But anyways, I turned to my right and then, you know, you see some guys on the corner. And they're sitting there eating and I see another guy come off the little stoop, walk to the other side to a guy that's right on the corner, and that guy pulls out a whole bunch of money. And then you see the little... Hidden handshake. And then I'm driving. I'm like, oh, man, I hadn't been around this or seen this in a long time. I was like, man, I wasn't ready. <laughs> and so I'm still driving through the driving and praying in the Holy Ghost. And I'm looking and I'm like, and I have a face that I, whenever I'm in the store, people are like, oh, man, you look like so and so. Oh, you remind me of such and such. I'm like, I'm not trying to look like nobody right now. 
driving through this neighborhood, be like, yo, is that some? Plus, I had to drive slow. I was like, I don't like driving slow in a neighborhood I'm not familiar with, because I know I've been around that. I've been around people like, yo, who is that? <laughs> so now, I'm driving, and about 10 minutes later, you know, there's this neighborhood that I like, and so now I drive, and y'all walk, uh, drive through the neighborhood, and see, see a sign that says, no soliciting. I was like, oh, I know what kind of neighborhood this is. And you're driving these nice homes. I'm seeing in the driveways all these Range Rovers and all this type of stuff. So between the two contrasts, driving through the hood, let's just be straight up, driving through the hood, and I'm like, Lord, I haven't seen a drug transaction in so long, it totally threw me off. I've seen it a while ago, but it was like, it's, I was like, oh my gosh. I, but anyways, and then it go from that to a multi-million dollar neighborhood in less than 10 minutes. And then the thing that hit me again, seeing the dichotomy of two different environments, the phrase still stays the same. It's still about souls. It's still about souls. And so he's reminding me, he was like, hey, as I prepare you to occupy until I come, I want you to be mindful of my purpose and of my agenda. And so I appreciate, you know, sometimes, you know, people say, oh, you remind me of such and such, this person and that person and all that. But, and, I, and I get it. I understand, you know, people talk about styles and personality and stuff like that. But the person who I always want to look like is Jesus. Amen. That's who we always want to look like. Amen. So can someone say one more time, it's still about souls? So before Jesus gave that parable saying, occupy until I come, he actually um, was traveling. He was walking. <laughs> you know, I had my prayer walk. Jesus would walk, pray, do miracles, <laughs> you know, all kinds of stuff. So he was on his way to Jericho. He was coming near to Jericho and he had uh, healed a person who was blind. And he was saying, hey, what do you want? Or he heard this blind person heard that Jesus was coming. And he says, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, what can I do for you? And he says, I want to receive my sight. And then Jesus said, receive your sight by your faith. It has been restored. So now you have this guy following Jesus along with the crowd, glorifying God. And now we see this in Luke chapter 19. In Luke chapter 19, starting at verse 1. A story that we're familiar with. Very familiar with this story, and I'm not even going to be long today, but again, this is a reinvigoration here. Then Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. So, so before he was Jericho, Hill, people following him, crowds, then he came to Jericho and was passing through Jericho. Verse 2, now behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector, and he was rich. <laughs> Verse 3, and he sought to see who Jesus was. I'm going to go through verse 10, but could not because of the crowd, for he was short. He was of short stature. So he ran ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was going to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must stay at your house. So he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. But when they saw it, 
Gotta love the they, right? They all complain, saying, he has gone to be a guest with the man who is a sinner. Then Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, look, Lord, I give half of my goods to the poor. And if I have taken anything from anyone by false accusation, I restore fourfold my God. And Jesus said to him today, somebody say today. Today, salvation has come to this house because he is also a son of Abraham. For the son of man has come to seek and save that which was lost. That which was lost. Somebody say again, it's still about souls. (laughs) My goodness. So here, uh, you know, Jesus. Well, let's start with Zacchaeus. We know Zacchaeus. He, he, He was definitely a person who by many people's eyes, would not qualify for such an encounter with the Lord. We know this. One, uh, we look at it from two different perspectives. If you look at it from the Roman people, the Roman people weren't particularly fond of Zacchaeus because he was a Jew. And the Jewish people definitely were not fond of Zacchaeus because the Bible says this. One, he was a chief tax collector. Anybody a fan of tax collectors in our government? (laughs) and collecting taxes. No, (laughs) most people aren't a fan of that, especially when you look at that uh, deposit statement or that slip. It's like, my goodness, Uncle Sam gets his cut first before you even see it. He already got his cut. And so as it was then, uh, uh, even more so, it's like, oh, my God. So you have the Jewish people under the oppression over the Roman Empire. So they're looking at Zacchaeus as a government representation, and then also he was a tax collector. So they didn't like him because he was a tax collector. Here's the other thing. Well, actually, he was a chief tax collector, and he was rich. Some people don't like rich people. You have people that even say today, man, let's just tax the rich. So you still have that dichotomy going on now where that 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 personification of rich people kind of comes in some people's perspective with disdain and disgust and then especially as Jewish people looked at Zacchaeus because it's like man you already are traitor to us working for this government taking taxes for us and you're rich and then to put it on top of that he was a short man So now you can imagine people, especially the Jewish people, that would look at this tax collector that had this authority, that had this position, that was a chief tax collector, that was a rich man, and that he was short. Now you know how some people can talk to people that are of short stature. We've seen it throughout school and throughout uh, this, and some of you may have experienced it, you know, even yourself, if you are identified or classified as of short stature, how people get picked on, how people. So you've got all this type of thing going on. You have a man that nobody likes. The Romans don't like him. The Jewish people don't like him. But Jesus was like, hey, it's still about souls. (laughs) He went through Jericho. I don't know if he passed through the hood. Maybe he did. I don't know. But then he goes to a rich man and says, hey, come down, calls him by his name and says, I'm coming to your house today. 
Now, I began to think about this because I know God, you know, God's heart. And then especially when he spoke that to me. And then I started thinking about even in our day and as I'm walking around people and just all the climate and stuff that's going on and what people are talking about and what's in the news. And then the holidays that are coming up. And you have have people saying, hey, they got Black, Black Friday sales going on now. And all this type of pressure and gas going up. And then you hear what people are going through and all this type of stuff where people are thinking about money and all this type of thing and all these pressures going on. And God says, hey, are you hearing the people <laughs> that is still about souls, whether it's in the hood and even rich people have issues and problems that might not be readily seen? They might be driving nice, but there's something that is driving them insane. And who knows, some of those very same rich people might show up in the hood just at a different time to get whatever they desire to get and then go back to their nice neighborhood. But all of that to say this, we don't know what people are dealing with and what people are going through. And sometimes we can have these biases that prevent us and hinder us from seeing and from hearing. Sometimes you can see the person. I remember, you know, I was walking past and there was a gentleman, uh, you know, matter of fact, you know, even when I was driving from one area to the next, I, 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 you know, happened to drive under a bridge. And then I looked to my left and I saw all these blankets and all this type of stuff. And I looked and I was like, oh, my gosh. Saw this one white lady, another black man, and then another person right on the other side of the street under a bridge. And I'm like, man, this is where they live at. This is where they live. And it was already cool with the sun out. I'm like, it's only going to get colder. And when I was on that prayer walk, you know, there was a person. Um, yeah, an older white gentleman. I was like, I don't know if he was drunk or whatever the case may be. But again, all this consciousness, all this awareness as God saying, hey, it's still about souls. It's good to think about all occupying and all of those type of things. But I want to remind you of my heart that I am still seeking after people. Now, it's interesting because Jesus said this, I've come to seek and to save. What was interesting, he didn't just say I've come to save. He said, hey, I'm seeking. He's like, look, I'm looking. So he wasn't just, just walking through these towns just haphazardly. For him to be passing, entering, and passing through Jericho, and then he's walking, he says, hey, Zacchaeus, in other words, I've been looking for you. I have an appointment and I have an assignment to come to the house that nobody likes. To come to the person where, if you will, the left side and the right side are against To come to the house of the person that people have biases against. And you hear this angst that goes on in society where you got, oh, man, the far left and the far right and the left and the right and the blue and the red and, the, and this and that. And the Lord says, I'm still about souls. <laughs> it's like, don't you get caught up in that. 
Don't you get caught up in how people look at the government and don't you get caught up in how the government looks at people. <laughs> Jesus is like, look, I'm walking in kingdom. And here I see somebody that nobody likes. Now, that's got to be something where you got people that don't like each other, but then they turn to him and it's like, look, we both don't like him. <laughs> that, that, you in some kind of shape. <laughs> when they're like, yeah, we both, we both don't like him, dot, 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 and he's short. <laughs> and now this very same person that Jesus, remember, you've got this crowd following Jesus, giving him praise. You look at the verse right before verse one. These people are following Jesus and giving Jesus praise. Jesus, man, you're so awesome. You just healed the blind man. And, and that blind man following Jesus that now has received his sight. And then he says, Zacchaeus, the blind man was like, man, I received my sight and I'm seeing Jesus doing this. It stopped everybody and jarred everybody. And he says, yeah, I'm coming to seek and to save. He says, Zacchaeus, I'm coming to your house. I'm coming to your house. And sometimes, you know, we might say, well, man, I'm not, it's, it's, certain, it's, certain, it's certain houses that I'm not going to go to. But we're not above and we're not greater than the master Jesus. I'm going to say that again. We're not above or greater than the master Jesus. Because if Jesus is still saying today, I'm seeking and saving that which is lost, guess who he's doing it through now? Through us. <laughs> so he's like, hey, if you're going to occupy until I come, you're going to have to go to some places that other people might question and wonder, why are you here or why are you going there? What, God wants to save those kind of people? Or that kind of person? Come on. Look, we got all these type of labels that are going on in society right now. And God says, yep, I'm seeking to save some people who people have labeled and cast off. The Lord says, man, I'm seeking. I'm after. So now it's like, you know, when we walk, we got to walk with a purpose. It's like, Lord, whose house do you want to go to today? It might not be a physical address, but Lord, whose house, home of the heart, whose house do you want to go to today? And Jesus will give some prophetic words. You'll call somebody's name out that you don't even know their name. I remember this one person. I'll, I'll, I'll never forget, you know, I was, you know, doing like it was actually a prayer walk. And this guy named David, white gentleman named David sitting on a curb. This was. Uh, doing some warmer weather. And I began to just kind of talk with him. And then I just asked him, I was like, who is Mary? And then he was like, that's my mom. And I was like, oh, Holy Ghost, start speaking. <laughs> and the Lord just kind of just began to give a download. And I was like, man, that is so cool. I hadn't gotten like a name before. But the Lord's like, yeah, because I want to go to his house. He's like, you're thinking that you're just walking and praying, but I was seeking for David. Jesus. Wow. And, and David was just kind of sitting there, and it was, sometimes God will kind of highlight. You had all those people in the crowd. Jesus called out one person. 
Somebody say, look for the one. Look for the one. All this stuff, all this noise, people applauding, people sightseeing. It's like, oh, man, Jesus is in town. You got people now that have bypassed Thanksgiving. As soon as it became November 1st, people are like, oh, I'm putting up my tree. <laughs> you got all this kind of stuff going on. And it hit me. I was like, Lord, ain't nobody thinking about you this whole time. They're excited about Christmas, but nobody's talking about Jesus. It's like, man, I'm so ready for the Christmas season and ain't nobody thinking about. I was I was like, man. And then you got some people say, nah, hold on, hold on. Put some respect on Thanksgiving's name. Don't forget about Thanksgiving. It's like, no, don't forget about Jesus. Right. All this commercialism. So you got all this noise surrounding and Jesus like, I'm looking for one. Passing through Jericho on my way to, way to Jerusalem. But nah, there's this guy. There's this guy. Oh, he's up in a tree. That's him. Zacchaeus, come down. Today I'm coming to your house. Oh, man, this could be a word for somebody. Maybe you need to invite yourself to somebody for dinner. <laughs> Maybe you need to invite yourself to somebody's home <laughs> for, for dinner. Be like, hey, you know, I'm coming to your house. I'll bring the food and everything. He'd be like, uh, uh, well, I got to get ready. Don't even worry about getting ready. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm coming to your house. Why? Because there's salvation that is necessary. And it's funny because Jesus called out Zacchaeus, called one person, but he said, he said this in verse 9, today salvation has come to this house. This house, because he also is a son of Abraham. Because that person also is a creation of the Lord. Somebody just say right now, yep, them too. <laughs> them too. For the son of man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Now, Jesus, it was something, you know, in this process, you know, you have Zacchaeus that received Jesus joyfully. He received the invitation. He came down. He was like, oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm so thankful. And then he just began to just repent. Yes, yes, yes. Such a conviction yes. with his wealth. And he says, look, Lord, I give half my goods to the poor. That's one. That lets you know he was loaded. So he's already saying, I give half of my goods. I'm going to give that to the poor. And somebody say and. <laughs> and if I have taken anything from anyone by false accusation, which means that he did. I'm going to restore that. And not just what I took, but I'm going to restore it fourfold. Now, talk about an IRS return. You've got all these people that were disgusted with Jesus, and then when the, discussed with Jesus and Zacchaeus, it's like, man, he's going to the house of a sinner. But now Jesus was like, y'all have no idea the agenda of the Father. I'm coming to save his house, and you don't even realize many of you all in this crowd that is upset with me about to get blessed. Because Zacchaeus says, hey, I'm going to bless the poor. 
And these people that in here that didn't like me, that I know they didn't like me because I stole from them by false accusation, I'm going to restore unto them fourfold what I took from them. So now the same people, yay, Jesus. Jesus like, Zacchaeus, I'm going to your house. Oh, you going to the house of a sinner? The sinner says, I'm going to restore what I stole from you. Yay. Whoa. <laughs> they all messed up. They're like, uh, man, Lord. So who knows when you look for the one, the impact that it'll have on a household. I don't know anything about David. Haven't seen him since. But who knows what that one encounter. Because I, 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 I asked at that moment, I was like, hey, I was like, oh, man. I was like, Lord, I know. He, I, I was just thinking, I was like, man, he's going he's gonna, to, I'm going to offer him salvation. And, and he didn't want to pray the prayer for salvation. I was like, okay, I'm still going to keep praying for, for David. Because now I was like, he's got something that will never leave him. I'm sitting here, sitting here. Some black dude comes up to me, encouraging me, and then he gets the name of my mother and starts sharing some stuff that he had no idea what he was talking about. Now he's got to live with that, and then he's got to tell the story to somebody. He's like, man, guess what happened? That is how powerful, that's how the Lord is still seeking and that word save is sozo. <laughs> Here you got Zacchaeus saying, hey, I'm going to restore fourfold. And Jesus was like, man, Zacchaeus, that is so good because I've come to restore you. And your whole house. Somebody say the whole house. So be on the lookout. <laughs> it's like, Lord, whose house you want to go to today? Even if you're at work. And you can just let people know, man, you know what? The Lord wants to come to your house. Jesus wants to show up at your house. You could even say it in that phrase. That'll kind of mess them up. You'd be like, Jesus wants to, like, I don't even know what that means. But that, that allows Jesus an opportunity to encounter them through you in that moment and beyond. I think that's just a good statement to have. Because many people don't hear about Jesus as if he's real and really wants to show up. It's just Christianity and all that type of stuff. But when you say something like, hey, hey, you know what? Man, Jesus wants to show up at your house. They're like, it's like, what does that mean? <laughs> and then we get to let them know Jesus loves you. And this is what he says about you. That is so good, just saying, hey, Jesus is saying. Because they can't hear them, but in that moment, it's like, oh, man. And it'll be a rejoicing, a joy. And guess what? That's how the church multiplies. That's how the word of God grows and multiplies. When we as his people, when we're like, Lord, you're still about souls. Some of you might live in an environment that might be a little rough, but, you know, while you're there, 
Some of you are in an environment where it's nice and palacious, and while you're there, other people might say, hey, Raekwon, Jesus wants to come to your house. Other people might be like, hey, Jim, Jesus wants to come to your house. <laughs> One of the things that I've done uh, you know, in, 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 in my neighborhood, you know, whenever, you know, I meet neighbors and, you know, especially when it was warmer while people were out, I'd be like, hey, yeah, what's your, what's your name? And then just get a name and then I just put it down later in my phone. I'd be like, okay, that person, they live in that house. Lord, I speak blessings upon, upon that. And then they'll be surprised because then, you know, they'll forget my name and then I'll remember theirs. It's like, hey. <laughs> It's not that I remember it because I remember it, but it's because, man, I wrote it down and I've been praying. And now I'm thinking right now, it's like, hey, you know what? Some names aren't readily recalled. It's like, okay, now go back, look, and start praying and covering your neighborhood. Start praying for them again. Because even as the season has changed and as it gets in the natural darker in the realm of the spirit, many people are feeling that same way. But we are the light. And we must occupy. You are where you are for a reason while you're there. Jesus is looking to show up to seek and to sozo. To seek and restore, to seek and to heal, to seek and deliver, to seek and to save. It's like, Lord, that's what you're about. That's what I'm about. (laughs) That's what you're about. That's what I'm about. Let's stand. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> There's a reinvigoration. Simple, simple message of the kingdom, but it's what Jesus said that, hey, this is part of my method. There's so much stuff because guess what? He is up to something that is bigger than us. But he is so about souls. That is so on his heart that there's people that need to be saved. While there's panic and while there's all this kind of stuff, while people are talking about, oh, inflation and all this and all that and worried about, well, man, how am I going to pay for it? Because, you know, groceries are are more expensive now. You got all these people, all this stuff that is on their minds. The Lord's like, hey, I want you to interrupt that thought with hope. I want you to interrupt that with the presence and the salvation that you are carrying in the glory. And, you know, this is an apostolic and prophetic house. So even as we go, it's him sending us. And then I just believe you could just say this, Lord, I thank you, Lord, for the gifts of the spirit in operation. Because sometimes even as you're going, the Lord, Lord will kind of slow you down. It's like, hey, pay attention. You could be in the market looking for some asparagus. The Lord will say, hey, hey. It's like, just pay attention. And then you got to stop and look for a moment. It's like, okay, Lord. Who is it? Who are you seeking? Lord, who are you seeking? <laughs> and it could be one of those moments where you catch eyes with a person. That is that Zacchaeus. <laughs> and then here's the thing. It's not one of those things where it's like, man, I, uh, Lord, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? Because sometimes we get stuck in trying to think, what am I going to say? And then never just go. <laughs> the Lord's like, man, just go. I'm going to give it to you as soon as you open your mouth. It could be something that stands out. Like, hey, man, I like that outfit. Or, hey, da-da-da. Or, hey, 
God, God will just give it to you. He just does, and then he's just so in that moment. And then the people, you, you, it, is, it is so amazing because when they respond, they'll feel like that Zacchaeus. They'll be so joyful. Man, you don't even know what I've been dealing with. Some people may have been feeling forgotten or lonely or I know what it's like even in my own life. I know the holiday time for some years, it was rough because I lost both of my grandfathers right around the Christmas time. So other people, but again, we come with hope. It's like, Lord, why am I going to this grocery store? I don't even normally shop here. Lord, I'll have you in a Walmart or a farmer's market. Just stay open. Lord, where you want me to be at? Have you at the poppy store for those in the city? <laughs> Lord, where you, where you want me to be at? Because guess what? Jesus is still about souls. Father, we thank you. I thank you, Lord, for reinvigoration that as we walk, we walk in prayer. As we walk, we walk in purpose. God, as you are positioning us, Lord, because you are up to something that is so big and the work of the cross is still in effect. <laughs> Lord, so in this holy day season, <laughs> God, that you demonstrate yourself through us. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that we believe and we have received this even message and that this, this, your heart for people, God, we receive it with joy. Come on, can someone just make a commitment right now? You say, Lord, send me, I'll go. <laughs> yeah. Can we say that? Can we just say that, Lord, send me? Yeah. Lord, say, send me, I will go. Yeah, and I'm telling you because, whoo, he's going to demonstrate. It, it'll be for them, but you're going to sense such an anointing because that's what the anointing does. You can go back, and I believe it's in Isaiah 60 or 61, one of them for where he was like, for I've been anointed. Jesus has been anointed to heal. He's been anointed with this. And sometimes, God, God, I, Lord, I thank you, Lord, for even drawing us, Lord, to it might be someone that, that nobody likes in the office. <laughs> that nobody likes. <laughs> Lord, that we are changing our perspective <laughs> in the name of Jesus for that person that irritates everybody. <laughs> for the person that irritates everybody. <laughs> Oh, I just kind of hear that someone just, someone, just, someone just saw that person right there. The Lord says, hey, that's your assignment. That's Zacchaeus right there. <laughs> that's Zacchaeus right there. Some of y'all just saw them. As soon as I said irritate everybody, they just popped up right into your head. Yeah, so you could just quietly, so, you know, if you got your mask on, you could just quietly call out their name <laughs> so nobody sees your lips. <laughs> Lord, I just begin to speak to that, that person right now. God, I just begin to pray for them in the name of Jesus. Yeah, because the Lord wants to occupy these different areas and he's doing it through his body. <laughs> and I'm telling you, there's going to be miracles, signs, and wonders that showed up, that show up. Jesus just performed that before he passed through Jericho. And so we want to see the glory of the Lord, and we will. God, so we bless you, Lord. We say yes to the call <laughs> for reinvigorating us, Lord. We know, God, but I thank you for the reinvigoration. Yeah, for the reinvigoration about salvation. I just hear this. Give people the opportunity to receive me. Zacchaeus received Jesus with readiness. You just never know.
Give me the opportunity for people to receive me. I, I hear one other thing. You're going to be walking into a setup, a prepared situation. <laughs> They're looking for me in you. It's going to be like, man, I've been looking for you, but it's who you carry. I've been waiting to hear it. It's who you carry. So, Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. <laughs> for seeking and for sozo. <laughs> Let us become, Lord, more aware of your presence, God, and what you are doing around us. Lord, may we only do the things that we see you doing. May we hear your heart for people. And I thank you, Lord, for you adding unto the church daily. <laughs> Such as should be saved in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for your courage, for your boldness. Lord, because we want to position an opportunity for you to be great as we've sung about. In Jesus' name. Can somebody say one more time, send me, I'll go. <laughs> I think that's a, good, that's a good commissioning in this time. And I want to give an opportunity. We're given an opportunity now for those that even might be here, for those that are online, for you to receive Jesus Christ or rededicate or recommit your heart to him. And so I invite you to pray this prayer with me because he's still seeking and saving and restoring who is lost. So every head bow, every eye closed, and then you can pray this with me even at home. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for loving me. I ask right now that you forgive me of my sin. I ask right now that you restore me to your purpose, that you restore me to your plan and identity. I believe you died on the cross for my sin and you rose with all power and authority to give me this new life in you. I acknowledge you as my Lord and my Savior. I thank you for seeking me and for saving me. I love you <laughs> in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. I really even want to encourage for those that are at home. And so we're going to be intentional about this. Because this is how the multiplication happens. <laughs> this is how the multiplication happens. And so we have a resource that is available for those that are home. We call it our New Life Kickstarter because it is a new life. We're going to put it on the screen right now. You can download it. It's a PDF book at agfwc.org slash new life. And then put in your name and email and you'll receive something that will transform and change your life as you walk with the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Well, you may uh, take your seats at this time. We're going to have Apostle come up um, as we commune with the Lord. Amen.